In today's episode of the Tradies Business Show, we're having another cannery and we play a new game. What would Wazza do? Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. So welcome to another episode of the Tradies Business Show, another cannery lunch episode today. G'day listeners. Michaela from Tradies VA here and I've ordered a pie and mashed potato. Don't forget oh, better than I wanted that. you to have steak with gravy and get chilli sauce again. <laughs> well, I've put the gravy on the side this side, so there's any issue. <laughs> You'll probably get mustard with your pie or something instead. Probably. And what have you ordered, Warwick? Uh, look, I'm going Mr. Predictable today. I'm going the steak with mushroom sauce again. And rare. Yeah, it's the only way to have it. So you just destroy a good steak if you can put more than that. We need to do a whole episode on how to have a good steak, a trading steak. Yes, yeah, so today we're going to play a new game. We're going, to, oh, we're, we're going to play a game. Now, normally when we record an episode, we have a pre-chat about what we're going to talk about and... and uh, you know, do a little bit of preparation. Should I, I press pause mind. now so we can have that free chat? <laughs> but we haven't done this, and I've decided today I'm just going to spring something on Warwick. I'm going to play a game called What Would Wazza Do? What Would Wazza Do? I don't yeah. think people want to know what I would do, actually. <laughs> that could be could be a very interesting uh, exercise. But anyway, I'll, yeah. I'll play along. I'll play along. So I thought that uh, I had a scenario presented to me yesterday, and I thought, well, you know, I'll... I'll share the story with our listeners and you and, and I'm uh, sure it's a very common issue that happens. You know that I edit these episodes, don't you? <laughs> no editing on this one. So we should, we'll need some jingle music. What, okay. what was it do? <laughs> I'll, I'll find something appropriate, okay? <laughs> okay, so here's a scenario. So I had uh, one of my community members that gets my newsletter every week. Um, big fan of me, what can I say? Who wouldn't be? No, I know. Anyway, she had a predicament and didn't know who to call in the office on her own, so she called me, which was lovely. So I'm glad I could help. You feel special, don't oh, you? I do. <laughs> so here's a situation which I'm sure many of you guys face all the time. So husband and wife uh, run the business together, and they're in a small regional town, and they're new to that town. So they're, they're trying to get their networks out there, build their business slowly. So what local customers they do get that are repeat customers are really important to them to help spread their word and things like that. So they've had this customer that was a, they'd done some small jobs for them in the past. And again, it was just an electrician um, hanging a light pendant and replacing a, a wall board or switch plate in the house. Don't know the you technical don't know what you're it's something that goes on the wall. Yep, something makes the light go on and off. Yeah, okay, good. We're going well so far. So it was just one of those jobs where everything from the moment just wet, didn't go right. Nice. You know, they were unfortunately late to this job. They did ring her, but he's turned up. He'd been at another job previously and was crawling through a roof and turned up, so he's a bit smelly, a bit dirty, which obviously isn't the best way. I don't think I want to play this game anymore, because I reckon <laughs> I know where this story's going. So first visit didn't go overly well, uh-huh. but they've had to go back two and three times, and it's a little pissy little job, but anyway, so they've had nothing but issues, the client sort of was a bit funny the whole time, so they've done two-thirds of the job, 
and it was about three and a half hours work with um, the owner going back as well as their employee. So it's cost them some money. Anyway, they they knew the client was difficult, so they've only charged them an hour. So job took three and a half, they've been on the job an hour. And she still complained about it, the invoice. So they're losing money on this job. Small customer, but really valued the business from them. So the husband has said, I don't want to finish the job because I had to go back and put this wall plate back because it's a special size. They had to order it in, so it's come in. The husband's gone, no, I don't, I don't want to borrow it. Don't want to do it. And the wife's gone, well, I, I still think we should finish the job. So, so it is going to be a bit of marriage counselling here. But so she sent the employee out. The husband goes, I don't want to do it. So she's gone, well, we're just going to do it anyway. And sent the employee out to finish the job. Right. Anyway, he's gone out to fit the plate, and it's not a normal. They would have had to go. Are you making this up? No, I'm not. You it have to just, be making this up. No, it was just one of these jobs that just, you know, was crap from the beginning. Uh-huh. So the employee's gone back and it's not a standard install, so he would have had to drill into tiles and make more of a mess, so this woman just would never have been it. So no matter what they did, this woman wasn't happy. So the tradie wife run me, because the client had run four times before nine o'clock to see when they were going back to finish the job. So her question was this, should we go back and just finish the job and just get it done? with the risk of pissing off even more if they had to cut in a tile, but that's just how it would have had to be. Or should she just say, sorry, we're just not going to finish the job. Here's your wall plate. See you later. And just don't worry about my invoice. So they've lost money. They've pissed off the customer, but nothing they could do for this customer is going to be happy. So. Thank you very much, Michaela. It's probably the first thing I have to to say. So this, this poor tradie wife was all on her own, didn't know what to do with this customer. The customer keeps calling me messages. She feels terrible because she really wants to look after this customer. Yeah. She hates having a half-finished job. Yeah. But if she continued it, she was, they were going to lose even more money and probably annoy the customer even more. But they've, they have left the customer with a half-finished job. Yep. Which, yeah. So... Can I ask? Can I ask you a question first before I give my uh, answer? Yeah, we should have a quote on question, but <laughs> yes. Okay. What was your response? I said to not worry about going back. Because this customer's so not going to... just cut them loose. Yeah. Because this customer, they've already lost money. This customer isn't going to, was not a big customer, isn't going to give them any more work anyway because she was annoyed at yep. other things. And some of those things are out of their hand, like having to order parts in and things. Um, and she was just like, I'm just going to wipe the hour invoice and not even worry about it. So they've just lost money on it completely. So I just said, don't worry about it. But she was really stressing about this customer. I can imagine, yeah. It was really upsetting to her. Sounds like a bloody awful situation too. Yeah, and so the customer said to stop dealing with her. She's kept dealing with her. You know, they don't want any part of it. But she's so conscious of, in a small town, that word of mouth and everything. So I said, look, cut your losses. She's not going to be happy anyway. If you go and do more damage, it's then going to cost you more money because you've wrecked the tiles and everything. So that's what I suggested. Just pull the ripcord and parachute out of there. Cut the cord, get out of there as quick as you can. 
Oh, wow. Thank you very much. You're paying for lunch. <laughs> uh, look, I, um, I think it, uh, it comes back to being honest with people. And, um, you know, I, I think there's more than one valid answer uh, or, or response to this situation, but my approach would, would probably be to... Oh, don't, don't worry, I won't be. I'm, I'm taking a position eventually. But for the benefit of our listeners, Michaela, <laughs> I'd like to explore all possibilities. Okay. Um, I, I think the core thing, though, is to um, be straight up and be honest with people. I think the problem with a lot of these situations is People aren't actually saying what they think or what they mean, you know, from a customer's perspective and from the business owner's perspective. And what I would be suggesting, I mean, if, if, if your uh, client was one of my clients and I was giving them some mentoring advice around this, I'd actually make them go back to the customer and communicate with them about it. Uh, but I'd be having them say, hey, look, Mrs. Jones, let's just make up a name. Um, need to have a chat to you about your job. And I'd get face-to-face with them, a good old-fashioned, uh, you know, man-to-man or woman-to-woman or whatever it is, and say, look, for whatever reason, things just aren't working out between us. Um, you know, we've put a lot of time into this job already. You're obviously not happy. This isn't working for us. Can we just invest the next five or ten minutes and come up with a solution that's going to work for both of us? Because if we just keep going the way we're going, this is going to turn into a shit fight. Um, and that would be my first approach, would be to see if we could actually work out a grown-up adult solution to what is obviously a bit of a sticky situation. Uh, the client did have that conversation over okay. the phone with the customer, so trying to discuss it, and the, the customer just wouldn't listen okay. and was over-talking. So it was one of those situations where they were really trying yep. to lay it on the table and go, this is but the customer... You know, just wasn't listening. Yep. So that's so. So if that's so. the outcome, because if I asked somebody a question, said, "Michaela, would you be willing to invest the next ten or fifteen minutes with me to see if we can work out a solution that's going to benefit both of us, mm-hmm. so that we can come out of this, you know, with a reasonable sort of a happy ending?" And you said to me, "No, I'm not interested in spending more time with you." Then I would have to say, "Okay, well, if that's the case, then I don't think I'm the right man for the job." Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly think we'd be better off referring you to somebody else in town to get them to come and finish it because for whatever reason, we're just going to keep button heads and it's probably best if we discontinue this relationship right now. Yep. Um, so and in, I think that's very fair. In yeah, some sense, I basically agree with what you've said, yep. is that we pull the ripcord and parachute out. Yeah. Um, but it's just how you get there. So obviously, in any of these situations, I think it's important that we actually try for that um, solution finding meeting or phone call and if people if you at least give people that opportunity to say hey would you be willing to work with me for five minutes see if we can come up with a solution here mm-hmm. and if the answer is no at least you've asked and you've given them that option and then really that's their choice to, to you know stand on their dig or just be pig-headed about it and the same goes from our perspective as tradies in business if we're not willing to actually hear out our clients or our customers, then you know, we kind of get what we deserve if people get shitty with us and uh, you know don't pay their bill or bad mouths around town. So it's an interesting scenario. You're much more diplomatic and than I was. I told her to <laughs> lose. F her off. But, you know, you're much more diplomatic. Well, you know, I'm just thinking about the <laughs> lifetime impact of that particular customer. 
and and I think in that circumstance, and I know, I understand that you know what you're saying is uh, is kind of the uh, the boiled down version, but you know, in any situation, I, I encourage my clients to take what we call the moral high ground. <laughs> so try and keep emotion out of the scenario as much as possible. Because if you think about an argument with a spouse or a friend or something you may have had over the years or worse still, a family member, uh, where you drag emotion into the room, those arguments or disagreements rarely end well. Yeah. Uh, you know, it usually escalates and then we start saying things that are just going to, we're going to regret later. And the other key lesson, I guess, is listen to your husband because he said... <laughs> Bad idea. From the start, and not to go back the second time. So you know. And she made hey, him go back. Well, she took. She didn't tell him. Made the employee go back. Oh, even worse. We paid for wages as well, <laughs> just to mean. compound the issue. I know. Ah. To them physically have lost money, not just time of the owner going back. And that's a good point as well. Is to recognise that things are off the rails early, and before yep. it turns into a train wreck, uh, you know, pull it up sooner than that and address the issue when it actually crops up the first time. I think often we, we put it off because we're too afraid of it. Hello, Neil's are here. Thank you. Thank you. It's okay. Cheers. So you have what looks like a pie and some mash and some gravy on the side. Hey, and she smiled and oh, she was polite. And, yes. and if my steak is cooked well done... Because you ordered it while I went to the, the men's, I'm going to be very upset. I did so rare. I did. <laughs> well, we're going to go enjoy our meals. Um, I hope that was uh, a useful little. Uh, <laughs> thank you for dropping that on me as well. I'll That's have to okay. think of a you creative know, we one like, for you. We like to, you know, be spontaneous on mix this show and mix things up. So just before we go, a shout out to our show sponsor. Yep. Myobe, M I O B, PayDirect, which is a mobile payment solution for anyone that works on the road. So to check out more of them, head to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash M Y O B. And uh, you know, if you have a scenario like that in your business, perhaps you've had a, a difficult customer or you're not sure how to deal with an employee or something, or you've got a decision you need to make, go and hit the show page, tradiesbusinessshow.com. And you'll see a little voicemail widget on uh, the side of the homepage. Leave us a little voicemail uh, with your question or your challenge, and we'll address it on the show in a future episode and see if we can't uh, solve your question. Send the really curly ones to me so I can drop it on the KO <laughs> next time. But, uh, thanks for listening, and until next time, hooroo. See ya. You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.